Hello and welcome to another episode of Que Pasa Hialeah. Hi, my name is Dr. Tony Cruz. I'm the campus president here at the Hialeah campus of Miami-Dade College. And today we have a special guest with us. It's Priscilla Guasso. She is an HR leader and an author, person extraordinaire. And she's here with us today. Uh, welcome, Priscilla. How are you? I'm doing so well. It's so great to be here with you, Dr. Cruz. Thanks for the invitation. Well, it is an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show. And, you know, we're just going to go right into some questions because I think uh, people want to know a little bit about you. And so first, my first question is, tell us a, bit, a little about yourself, where you grew up, where you went to school, anything else that you'd like to share about on, on, a, on a personal level. Fantastic. I am originally from Chicago, Illinois, so I'm not a Miami girl, um, but I'm becoming one. Uh, this city is beautiful and the people that I've met have been wonderful, uh, but I grew up and was raised in Chicago. My family um, is from Mexico City. My mom is from Mexico City. My dad is actually from Chicago as well, but he was raised in, in Mexico. And so I feel like I've been brought up with um, with both, both cultures here and there. Um, and honestly, I, I was a very, as <laughs> I share this with many, but I was a very introverted kid growing up, um, very quiet, kind of minded my own business, didn't want to be heard or seen. And so that I, I start there because uh, not many people seeing me today would be like, really? She never, she never yeah. spoke before. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could. I mean, we've talked several times. I don't think that uh, we'd get that. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so, so what changed that you think? I think a lot of it was um, understanding that life's quite a journey, right? And just just letting life go. And if I was quite, that's okay. And owning that. And I was much of a, I was very much of a listener. And that actually, um, I, I hear often, no, everyone needs to be extroverted and get yourself out there and be bold. Yes, but do it in your own way, I feel like. Because for me, uh, I wasn't ready to do that. I wasn't ready to speak up and say something. I didn't even know what I wanted to say at the time. I was just absorbing and listening. And there's so much power in listening to other people like today and what you do uh, and hearing other stories and just understanding what their backgrounds are and, and what prompted them to do whatever it is that they're doing, whether it's for fun or for work. And so when I saw actually, um, I saw a, a young Latina that spoke at a conference. I'd never been to a Latino conference for students before. And when I went and I saw her, I, I go, wow, maybe one day I could do that. And it was right. a passing thought. So here we are today. And um, it has, uh, it's, it's crazy how when you manifest something in your mind and write it down and work towards it, right, to have substance, uh, you can definitely, definitely achieve a lot of really great things. Definitely, definitely. Great, great story. And we, we do share that Chicago background. Yes. Uh, I was there only as a kid, but, but uh, you know, I have a lot of affinity for the city and, and, and love that. So thank you for sharing that. I think it's important for people to hear about, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, it's, life is a journey and we, we evolve and we change and, and it's a constant changing kind of thing. So it's, it's important for people to know that that's, that's possible. And it's really about um, how we see ourselves and how and, and our identity. So that's, that's really important. Uh, you know, I, I know that you are an HR leader and, and you know, you're an author and, and you uh, are a Latina leader. And so give us a little bit about uh, what do you think are some of the challenges and opportunities, I think, both for female leaders in the 21st century. Now that we're in this, you know, and, you know, now 2022, you know, what does that look like? What are some of the challenges, some of the opportunities? Yeah, so. 
the challenges that I'm seeing uh, specifically in the HR space, it depends on what we're talking about when we're looking at the employee base, right? Uh, we, we talk a lot about how there's this war of talent going on right now, and it's really, really tough to hold on to and retain um, coworkers, employees, colleagues. And it's just this fight for finding the best talent to stay within. And it's tough because um, a lot of times we'll see people leave a company because of money, right? Or because of a better opportunity. And I'm no one to say you can't do that, right? Depending on what's going on in your lifestyle and what, what's happening with your with your family dynamic, you may need to make that choice. Uh, but as a corporation, and I can't speak on behalf of one, but what I'm seeing from different ones that I've been out there is there's a, a bigger challenge in the well-being of our coworkers and our employees of, of how they're working through and managing this pandemic that we continue to go through. And then on top of that, uh, just how that's coming to home. Like you're in, you know, many of us are in our homes, some of us are in our offices, and it's just a very different dynamic virtual too, right? And the well-being of just how everyone is in their mental space and bringing the, their best to work and being able to be their true self at work without yeah. lashing out at everyone either, right? And so we're seeing that. And, and the other thing, uh, which leads to why I even did our book and, and just where I'm at today in my personal space is, I'm seeing that unfortunately there's not a lot of Latinos running um, upwards in the in the corporate space when it comes to executive levels, sure. and so representation you can say that in every space, right? But specifically, I will speak in the HR space. We don't see many Latinos and Latinas in in those spaces as um, chief HR executives, uh, directors, vice presidents, and so for me, it's so important to see that because. I, 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 and I'm biased, I'm in HR, I'm in human yeah. resources. And so I, I really feel that if we want to diversify and talk about inclusion and equity in corporations, it has to start within your human resources team. And if it's not diverse with all those mindsets and, and thoughts and diversity of thought and, and culture and language, how how do we how do how do we retain those employees right how do we search for them and recruit them how do we develop them and promote them so uh, it, it's it's been uh, uh, i guess my crusade right to to go out there and bring others along with me that are thinking of the same mindset right and not talking about just all the challenges right but how do we create action and uh, and do that in our own spaces and this is my space i love human resources i love what we do and how we support the employee life cycle and so i figured you know what why not why not <laughs> yeah, why not right yeah that's a good <laughs> well it's great and and um I, first of all i want to point out that you are wearing a, a great t-shirt which is our love i love highly a t-shirt thank you for supporting uh, the campus and the college with that, but you also have in, behind you, you know, your book, right? And um, and I know that you have, you know, you're an author, and 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 with that book, tell us a little bit, a bit more about that book, uh, and so people know, kind of, uh, so maybe they may be intrigued. It's like, oh, I want to pick up a copy and see what this is all about. If you can give them a little bit of a kind of overview of what the uh, the book is about, and obviously it's about HR and it's about yeah. Latinas and leadership, but but a little bit more about the book. Sure. I'll give like the cliff notes or the spark notes, right, of, of, of the book that um, we have. But really, um, as I shared earlier, it was about it's it's I, the reason I did this. And, and I started this earlier with when we were talking about how 
sometimes we think that we have to do something big in life and, or, and, so, or, or and, and to be seen or known, especially now with social media and influencers and, you know, where, where is your mark? And it can be a lot of pressure sometimes, I think, for at all levels. Um, I, I sometimes have to shut down because it's just too much. And I'm going, what am I doing in my own space? And it's okay. So I invite others to think of that. And so that's actually why I started the book. I wanted to think hard on uh, what was I going to do? What kind of legacy was I going to leave behind for my community and for for my space within human resources based on the, the issues and the challenges that I've been seeing? So in the book, uh, what I did is I brought together 20 Latinas that are in different spaces of their careers. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to showcase their leadership as Latinas within human resources. Because many times, many of us, and I even experienced this with a number of authors, as they were writing their story, they're going, Priscilla, I've never really put pen to paper on what I've experienced, whether it was uh, not getting the job that I wanted or or running into uh, personal things like my my family getting deported during college or even more so as you go further on in your life where I'm battling a medical diagnosis and how did, how did I manage through that? Again, we're, we're taught to, you know, go to school, which is a great thing. We all need to do that. I, I think education is number one and most important. On top of that is also our life lessons that we go through. And yeah. so I wanted to share the marriage of the two and how it's all important. And everyone's story is so different. It doesn't mean you go to the best corporation and that's where you're always going to work at and have all the best benefits or um, your your past dictates your future. Right. Yeah. And so I really wanted to show a book where we had those different stories, but more specifically of Latinas in HR and how they got into it. How what what happened in their life that prompted them to go into the human resources field? And so, it's uh, while it is all Latinas in human resources, I wanted to provide a book that was a mentor in your pocket, because not all the time do we have access, right? I talked earlier about representation, right. and so this book is exactly what I was hoping for: is that if you don't have representation around you, this book is that. And there's questions behind every chapter. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I'm not a big reader. And so it was funny when when I was approached like, Priscilla, you should write a book. And I'm going, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) This is funny because my sister is actually the writer, not myself. (laughs) But with the right people around you, uh, you'd be you'd be amazed at how you can be inspired to do things you never thought you would do before. And so uh, my hope is that that students, professionals, um, uh, educators alike, everyone that is looking for more representation in our community, they'll find a piece of that within our book. Definitely. And I'll tell you a little bit. So because of your, your generosity, you know, you gave us many books, right, that we've shared with our students here on campus. And we've already started to get some uh, feedback from students. And actually, I'll, I'll share this with you uh, in writing. But right, right now, we're just sharing it verbally that a student wrote a reflection about reading the book and what it meant to her as a Latina and how she saw herself in some of these stories. And um, so I think that's critical because, I mean, we're talking about, you know, a 19, 20 year old that maybe has not seen herself in a, you know, or, or, or read about herself or experiences she's had. And because of your book, she was able to see those things in her and relate to that and see that she's not alone. Like, you know, she's, she's Latina, she's, going through some things, but look at the success of these other Latinas that have done some great things on their own. 
Um, and so thank you for that. And, and I, I, it's already making an impact. I think it will make a greater impact as those students continue to read the book. Um, and so that's awesome. So I just wanted to share that with you because it's, it's, it's a real life thing that I, and actually got just, I, I was, it was shared with me just yesterday. So uh, one of the professors uh, sent an essay that he had, I guess he had the students do a reflection paper on, on the book and uh, what their feelings were about the book. And um, this student was, wrote, went on and on and on about how much of an impact the book had on her. So thank you, thank you for that. It's really yeah, great. That's beautiful. Honestly, I feel, um, I never thought we would be in a, a report of any sort. And so hearing that <laughs> gives me goosebumps because again, I, I, I hope that we become a ripple effect, right? Where yeah. she feels inspired and, that, and the professor feels inspired and you and myself, and it just continues in our own little circles. And who knows where that, where that young gal will be in 10 years, right? Yeah. And whatever it is that she's doing, right? But um, that's exciting. Thanks for sharing that. But it creates this, you know, I guess it, it, it plants that seed. And for her, that seed is going to grow, you know, and to and flourish over time. And but it has to start somewhere. And I think the book really had a, a, a tremendous impact on her. Um, so we talk about inspirations, right? So and 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 in that young student that I just talked about, you know, she's in, she's got inspired by reading this book and and reading the stories about these Latina leaders. Um, who inspires you, or who has inspired you to get where you are today? Is there a particular person? It could be a person in your, in your personal life. Is it professional life? Is it somebody that you don't even know, but somebody that you look up to, you know, that's, uh, you know, some type of leader figure in, you know, whether it be in entertainment or it be in politics or it be in, 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 in maybe even in human resources. I don't know. Who, who, who is that person? There's a lot of people. I was like, wow, we only have so much time, Dr. Cruz, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, give me, give me, if you can well down to, give me one, and I know that you have many, we'll say that. So, the, so whoever you say, other people will know that there are other people out there. But if you could just give me one person that you think is, is been uh, the biggest inspiration. I'm going to be a little bit of a disruptor. There's a few, but I will say um, one, um, Jackie Camacho, she's the publisher of our of our book and uh, seeing how she has opened doors for other Latinas and non-Latinos, uh, allies and, and, and more. She has shown me what you can do just with an idea and a dream. Um, I will say Yoli Valencia from Latinas Who Trade. She's constantly sharing how you build wealth within our Latino community. And so it's beautiful to see her do that. Um, Jai Vargas and with the Latinista. Again, she's teaching me how to build community. And these women, as I share this, and they're not all women. I've had a lot of really great men in my in my career as well. Um, I think the running theme, Dr. Cruz, to be honest in all of this is that they are all sharing what they're doing. They're they're vulnerable about it. They're not saying have it all figured out. Right. <laughs> if yeah. anything, they're just like, well, I'm I'm learning as I go. Um, Carolina Viera is another great gal that I look up to that I know you know very well yes. um, through Hispanic Star Miami. She just seeing their leadership and how it is that they are constantly elevating people around them, uh, and it's not just about them. Um, unfortunately, many times we can see a lot of folks that want to be in the limelight just for our own, our own purposes, right? right? But 
to see others that actually have that purpose and are wanting to open doors for others. That for me uh, continues to be the inspiration because again, we wouldn't be where we are if we didn't have the right people around us, that right community. Yeah. And that's something that I, I strive to, to resemble as well as, as I continue doing what we're doing within Latinas Rising Up in HR. Well, that's awesome. That's all great stuff. And, and, and yeah, so we, I agree with you. I mean, in our lives, so many people come, come and go, but you know, there's, there's a lot of people that have those, you know, that those tremendous impact that really changes the course of our life. And, and like you said, people that are really giving of themselves, uh, you know, and, and while they're, they're leading, they're also giving themselves and, and, and supporting others. So very important things. So we'll, we'll go to the last question and really, you know, our, 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 our viewers, our listeners are out there and we have students, we have people from the community, we have uh, a whole host of individuals out there. And I know that they're waiting to hear, they've already heard a lot of great things from you, but that if, if I were to ask you, you know, can you give us some words of wisdom, something that, that these individuals out there can take, you know, like a takeaway that they can take away from this conversation today, uh, what would that be? I would say in in life, there's many times we're going to run into rejection. It happens, and we we I, I was recently in a course where we were talking about how many times when we procrastinate, it's because there's a fear of something there, and a lot of times it's rejection. <laughs> I mean, I don't yeah. know who likes to get rejected. Yeah, that's that's, but that's there, a good it's, one. You know, like, it's in a project, it's you're, you're about to ask someone to go out on a date or you're pushing a project, right? I mean, it, it's rejection, I think, all, all around is something not many people enjoy. <laughs> and so what I would say is, is learning to have a relationship with that, right? Really digging into what that does to you personally, mm -hmm. that will open doors or close them for you in the future. And because uh, in many times we can be the ones that stop ourselves because our brains are so powerful, right? It's just the thoughts that we put into what it is that we're doing. And so we can either convince ourselves that we are going to be Superman or Superwoman and make it happen, or we can say, uh, I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> and so I, my biggest piece of advice that I, I, I share and I impart, and as I continue to learn and grow myself within rejection, is learning that it's only a moment, right? And what if? I said earlier, why not? What if? And more grappling with that question as opposed to what is you know the, the rejection what if it does go right what if it opens the store what if i am able to do it and so i that would be the biggest piece because um honestly the the things that i've started doing i would not have been here if i would have stopped at the very beginning when i thought oh yeah. what if you first encounter those obstacles or those challenges right yeah Right. And, and, and knowing that that's part of the journey, it's, it's really part of, of uh, we learn sometimes the best when we have to go through those hard moments. Uh, I can think of many times in my past where I just, I, I went in and I'm going, oh, I don't know if this is going to go great. And next thing you know, we land a corporate partnership and you're going, how did that happen? This is amazing. And so same thing goes, I think, in our day-to-day -day lives um, as we, as we continue to make decisions. So um, that would be the biggest thing I would share with everyone. Great. Well, thank you so much for sharing those words of wisdom. I know they're very impactful. And uh, I want to thank you, Priscilla, for joining us today on Que Pasa Hialeah. And I want to thank everybody else for joining us. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you.